Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I am your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Vicki Evans, and she is with Compass Realty. Welcome, Vicki. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you, Lauren? Good. And I know we literally just went over how to say it, and I think I just said it wrong. What? The name of my company? Yes. Well, it's funny because... I, everybody I know that works for Compass just says, I'm with Compass, and you're just supposed to know what that is. But when I first came to Compass, one of my clients said, you join Compass Bank? And I'm like, no, no, it's Compass Realty. So it's, uh, I, you did great. It's Compass. Thank you. Right. I mean, I'll go, I'll take that and run with it, you know? I love it. I'm good with that. You're good with so, that. So, okay. Now. My favorite, okay, one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Two truths and one lie, and I have to figure out what is what. (laughs) Okay. Well, the funny thing is, is that my daughter used to run a comedy show in Los Angeles called Three Truths and One Lie. And she had comedians come up one at a time and tell these elaborate stories. And one of them was a lie, a big fat lie. And so the audience at the end had to, and they voted on why. So anyway, um, two truths and a lie. Um, Okay. I have been in real estate for 35 years and I'm very proud of that. And I am, uh, have lived in Houston since 1980. So I consider myself a Texan, but the truth is I was really born in Memphis and lived in New York City. And I have two beautiful daughters and a French bulldog named Lola. And oh yeah, my husband too. I love him too. Don't forget, you know, throw him in on the backside. Yeah, he's actually my working partner. We we um, have a team of realtors oh, at cool. Compass. So yes, I, I spend ninety eight percent of my waking life with my husband. So, so tell like, me how that works out. Because some well, people are like, do well, wait, not. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't guess which one was my lie. But I feel they're all so plausible. I know. <laughs> okay. You were born in Memphis, right? But you born, but you spent half your life in on the east side in Connecticut, East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And then you said Chicago as well. Some other, uh, my daughter went to school in Chicago, and I lived in Boston, New York, and Connecticut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the lie is that you lived in Houston since 1980. Okay. Well, I came to Houston in 1980. So that is the truth. But I have only been a realtor for 10 years. And um, for me to be as seasoned of a person as I am, and I really think I'm a, you know, kind of know a lot about the real estate industry, but I've only been doing it for 10 years, which in the scheme of my life is not that long. Well, I thought 35 was a lot like too much because you don't look like you'd be in the industry for 35 years, but I also know people who started like when they were 18 or Absolutely. like, you know, when they were younger. So, um, yeah, yeah, I do too. And, um, and really a, a colleague of mine, a really good friend of mine has been a realtor for almost that long. So it is plausible, but it's not my truth. So okay. I, um, yeah. 
Well, at least I got one right. You got, yeah, you're doing great. It's, I should have, I should have said, you know, like I was an undercover agent, which by the way, I actually was. So you would have thought that was a lie. No, and that a lot more interesting, but mm. you know, I no, just, I would not, I would actually, the, I would actually buy the undercover agent and <laughs> I can't go on that topic because I will be on that topic for an hour. We'll talk after the podcast. Yes. Cause I'm obsessed with it. And my cousin was, was an funny. undercover narcotics agent for Jersey and he was state police. And I have, so I have all that in my family. So it like intrigues me. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't do anything quite that dangerous, but, um, Either way. but it was, it was interesting since I'm, um, very transparent person. So I had to kind of not be who I said I was. And it was, it was not easy. That part was not easy. I was going to be like, we talked a little bit before this and I don't imagine I'm the same, me and you are kind of the same way. Like I could say something and my face is completely telling me that I'm lying right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of known for being the honest one. So it's kind of funny, but um, anyway, it's, it's good in real estate to be able to hold things and not have every single thing show on your face because I learned early on in my career, it was really funny. You know, I'd walk into a house and I would go, Oh my this house needs a lot of work or have you ever seen anything so horrible? And my client would go at the same time be saying, isn't this beautiful? (laughs) And so moral of the story is everybody, there's a house for everybody. There's a look for everybody. And what you love may not be what I love. And I need to keep my opinions to myself. It's my job to make sure we're not overpaying and we're not buying something that's going to fall apart, um, you know, and, and that it's that it's a good buy for the client. But it's not my job to determine what's if somebody wants a white picket fence and I like a steel fence and no fence at all or whatever, you know, it, it's, um, that's the fun part of the job is that every single person is different and every single person wants something different, you know? So that's, that's what it keeps it interesting. Yeah. Has that helped you grow as a person being in the real estate? because you are so honest. And sometimes it's like, like, I've always been told like your opinion doesn't really like not, this isn't like people haven't told me this in like a mean way, but it's like, sometimes like your opinion really doesn't matter to the whole grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, I think with every endeavor we do in our lives, you learn something and every year, hopefully you learn something or you get a little bit wiser maybe. But, um, I think the, um, I think the experience I had prior to being in real estate, which really was about 30, 25 years of sales experience. I think I've always been kind of learning the same thing, which is, you know, help people get what they want, do it, make them feel good about what they're doing because you're there to support them. And I, I do think in real estate, you get to have that nurturing part of you come out really more than in a lot of other industries. And to me, there's just nothing better. I mean, you're hell. I don't care if it's a first time home buyer, which is a lot of fun because they really rely on you and they really need you to guide them and help them not make big mistakes. Um, but the same thing could be said for someone who hasn't bought a home in 20 or 25 years. It's you kind know? of like a first time home buyer again. It, it, you can be a first time home buyer in a different way. I mean, you're not, 
you know, it's, if you haven't done it in that long, it's changed. The industry's changed. I've been told by real realtors who have been around for way longer than me. And they're like, whoa, we, this has become a little bit of a different business. Um, and part of that is thanks to the internet and thanks to HAR, which we are very lucky to have in Houston. I don't think Texans realize how lucky they are to have their own MLS system. But if you try to find a house in LA or Chicago, New York, or where I'm San- from, anywhere, anywhere, um, you it's it's not that easy. And um, there's no there's no central system. So we're very lucky here. And as a result, everybody kind of, it's kind of like what happened in the eighties and nineties, where everybody kind of understood the stock market. I used to be a bond sales, bond salesman, like, you know, institutional bonds I sold to banks. But when I started in the business, nobody, I, I would go to cocktail parties and nobody even knew what a bond was. I mean, they didn't even know what I was talking about. By the 90s, everybody knew lots about investments and the markets and et cetera. Um, They never knew as much as their stockbrokers, right? (laughs) But they thought they did. I mean, because they were following it on their own. And I think a little time, um, sometimes people do get in trouble. They think they can, um, they understand the market completely because they've been following, maybe they want to buy a house in, River Oaks, and they've been following that market. But it really does take working with the realtor that kind of has a sense of not just the market you're involved with or interested or targeting, but everything around that area too. Because that's that kind of completes the picture of what's happening in that area. Because all markets are not the same. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, for sure. And that's a really good point you pointed out about, you know, people thinking that they know the area that they're in, but as a realtor, you have to know that area plus all the other areas. So you can actually help them with the comps or like getting a better deal in certain areas. Am I right? Or right, right, right. Okay. And, and, you know, it's, um, we all come with our own agendas and our own priorities and things that we care about. Um, and I think that that's what we tend to look at when we're looking for our next home. And I think that's the most important is what matters to you. But I think it's also good to work with somebody who makes sure you understand everything else that's connected with that. So you love the house on this street, but did you know that around the corner they're building, you know, a disco, <laughs> a bar, a right. A, a, an old folks home, whatever it is, um, you know, it, it's something maybe you couldn't see by just driving down the street. But if you have knowledge of the area, um, I think it's, it's often to your benefit. To that's a really of- good point. And mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's have not, I don't think that's been mentioned on the, my podcast yet. So I, I like that different angle, like different view of it. So you've yeah. only been in the industry for 10 years. Right. And you are in a group. So how, I guess, so first, how did you get into the industry? And then tell me a little bit about your team. I got into the industry selling homeowners insurance. I started selling homeowners insurance because our home got pretty badly decimated with Hurricane Ike and our insurance. That's okay. I got a brand new home. Thanks to my wonderful insurance company. It's really important to have good insurance. You know, they always say nobody 
Nobody asks about what's my premium as they're running out of the burning house. So when you need it to work, you want it to work well. And um, so I got into insurance because I was just so impressed with my experience versus everybody else's experience that I knew. And I was talking to the owner of my agency and I said, I'm just telling everybody they have to call you there. It's just like, you're the best. You're, you're so much. It was so clear. You're so much better than anybody. Anyway, he said, well, come to work for me. So I went, okay. And so I did that. I had really been kind of thinking of what to do outside of investments. And when we put our own house on the market, I mean, it's the same old story and you hear it over and over again. People fall in love with real estate. It's fun. You get onto her and you start looking and you do your searches. And I didn't know, but I really liked houses. I really liked looking at them. I liked comparing them. I liked seeing the different finishes that were done and the structure and et cetera. So I decided, you know what? I, this is like, I'm passionate about this. I really want to do this. So I got licensed. I interviewed with three of the luxury um, small brokers in Houston. And I went to work for Marth Turner, which was an incredible experience, an incredible company. You know, they got bought by Sotheby's a few years after I went to work for them. But, um, and, and they're still an incredible company. And um, we had an opportunity about, um, you know, in the past year to kind of shift gears a little bit and go into Compass. And the difference with Compass and Martha Turner for me is what you're asking about is the teams, because we never had a team. We, um, people could work together and you could have co-listing agents, you could have working partners, but there were really no teams. And in Compass, they encouraged that and they, um, and they mandated for younger agents, uh, younger meaning in the business, younger um, agents, because they don't really hire people under a certain level of production. They don't even, they don't want to be a training ground. So their, their theory is if you see talent and you want them to be a part of your team, you can train them. They can call you for nine out of 10 questions, because even if you're an experienced agent, you're still calling your managers to cover yourself or to ask questions about something because every deal is different in real estate, every deal. The contracts are the same, but the, every, every person's different and every, I mean, I just can't even tell you, it's the craziest business. It's just every, there's no just been there, done that, same old, same old. Um, which I like. You know, I was gonna say it keeps it exciting then, you know, like you're like always have to be on your toes. Yeah, it keeps it exciting and it also is exhausting sometimes because you're like, oh my really <laughs> like I've never seen. And the first year I was at Martha Turner, I remember my managers would say often to I they said it at least three or four times to me when I would come into them with a question, they would go, Well, I've never heard of this before. So it's it's a crazy business, you know. Um so anyway, we came into, my husband and I worked together. He joined me a few years after I started. He was an institutional bond broker also, and he left his industry and came to work for me. And that's been a lot of fun because he's really, really good at analytics. He's really, really good at home construction. So I walk into a house and I look around, I go, this is gorgeous. 
And he walks into the same house behind me and he's like, uh, no, look at this, look at this. That's really good though, because, um, I, when I have agents or when I'm looking, I grew up as like my dad's little psychic. So he taught me a lot of stuff. Let's be honest. So like, I don't know everything about the homes and how everything's built, but I can pick up on like normal stuff, but sometimes people walk in, you know, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But then to have him by your side and be like, well, yes, aesthetically it's very nice. However, you know, this isn't put in right, or this needs to be done. That makes, I, I would feel as a client, I would feel like super secure with you and be like, okay, my agent, like they have my back, like they know what they're talking about and they're just not blowing smoke, you know, where, so. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it's not only that they have your back because I think any good agent, um, clearly wants to do the best job they can for their client. And most agents I know do that. Um, But like you said, I'm really good at this, but I'm not really good at that. And almost everybody I know just about, unless you're just this perfect person, you have your strengths and and you have your weakness, except for, yeah, you, but (laughs) I'm just joking. I love it. But, um, and you guys can't see her, but she's absolutely gorgeous, but it's another whole story. So it's great to have two people with two sets of eyes. And it really does kind of make you a super agent when you're not just bringing your perspective, you have your partner's perspective that might look at it differently. And at the end of the day, it's a client's choice, but um, it's our job to present them with as much as we can see it is. The team came about because we had a young lady who had called us um, not even six months before we left Martha Turner and said, I'm in, I got my license and I'm in this company that I'm not happy with. And I'm part of a team, but I'm not learning anything. And I said, just come to, we've known her since she was five years old. She's our daughter's, our daughter's best friends. And she's always, I've seen her through middle school and high school and I still like her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've just known her forever and she's, she's fantastic. Leah, well, she must um, be a good person if you still like her. I, well, she is, she is terrific. She's got great energy and she's enthusiastic and she's smart and she's gorgeous. And, you know, she brings a lot to the table, but anyway, we brought her to Martha Turner. We said, just come work with us. We'll teach you you know, we'll put you under our wing. And then we had to call her. I I don't really, I don't even think it was three months, but um, we had to call her and say, "Uh, we're making a change and we want you to come with us. So at Compass, because of the rule of what they have, um, she had to be, we had to have a team and she had to be our team member. Okay. So we're like, okay, we are now the Evans team and that's what we are. But let me just tell you, Six months after that, I get a phone call from a former coworker who said, I heard you have a team. I want to be on your team. So now we have another team member and she's terrific. Three months after that, Leah knew somebody that, um, that is fairly, a fairly new agent working at another luxury firm that really wanted the firm is fine the broker that she was working for is fine um but they really weren't a training ground they were a luxury 
broker that, you know, come in there and figure it out. And yes, you can call your manager if you have a question, but this isn't kindergarten, you know, it's like high school. And if you're just in elementary school, you're on your own. And so I think um, she was talking to Leah and Leah said, you should come. We have great support. Now, as it's turned out, it's been the most amazing experience because I've always been in sales. I've been on my own, like we all are. You're in sales, you're an agent, you're a broker, you're whatever. You are your own um, independent salesperson. And then Rich came and that was cool because, you know, he's my husband and we get to talk about it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and we're not sick of it because we're both in it together. And then we have Leah and she's like asking all these questions and we're guiding her and we're going with her on inspections like Brian and Brian inspection, right? We're right there doing the inspection um, with her and teaching her what to look for. And we're doing that at a closing and on and on and on. And then all of a sudden we get Monica on our team. Well, she's got some experience. So we're not handholding with her quite so much. Um, and now we have Kat on our team, Kat Presley, Monica Finkelstein, Leah Oliver. They're amazing. And Kat is pretty new. And so Leah's kind of taken her under her wing and we have weekly Monday morning meetings. We go to the office and meet at 10 o'clock in the morning, every Monday. Um, Compass has, uh, you know, not uh, citywide, but um, yeah, citywide sales meetings every Tuesday. Now it's on zoom. Eventually it'll be in the office. I would imagine again. And on Wednesday, we have another team meeting in the afternoon with our agent experience manager at Compass because at Compass, they uh, provide you with people that are your people that you can kind of work with for the technology and the systems and stuff like that. And there is a lot of technology there, which is what my husband really loved about this company. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a little, it's a little, um, I think as a company, it's, it, it's got, it, we're maybe a little step ahead of a, of a traditional brokerage in that they really, um, to a fault even, you know, just employ so much technology and different ways. You know, sometimes, especially if you're of a certain age, you have 50 choices of how to get something done or how to access information. And really it would be so much better if you just had two choices, but you know, so it, sometimes it's a little overwhelming, but. I personally only like two choices. Like I said earlier, I am not a technical person. I, yeah. if you give me a computer, I guarantee you my probably will break it within a week. Somehow. And you are running your own <laughs> podcasts and you're doing a great job. Well, thank you. But the technical side, I have really good team members um, that yeah. work. So they help me if I have like issues, especially like, um, like Michael drones, he's our guy up in, um, in Dallas. Cause we just expanded to Dallas and then McKenzie and Megan, like we have a really great team and they are younger than me. So they can help me out. Listen, you know what we say at the Evans team, teamwork makes the dream work. I say that all the time. I love that. That is, that's everything that so how, really, yeah. I agree. How long have you guys been a team? Well, just in this past year. So, I mean, we just, I just came to Compass um, last summer. So, you know, we're just slowly growing our, I mean, 
I shouldn't say slowly, we're quickly growing. (laughs) Like I did not have a vision of having a team, but it's so fun because you do, you know, we're very, we have a lot of fun. Number one, where, you know, everybody's super nice. And like you were, I think we were talking earlier, you know, it's, you don't just hire anybody, anybody that wants to be on my team. That's not going to happen. We, um, it has to be a fit and we all do really like each other. We inspire each other in different ways and we energize each other. I think collaboration um, is not something that most realtors have an opportunity to have because you are out there on your own and, you know, you can talk to a friend. I remember when I came into the industry, it was a pretty active market and it's, it's a hard business. It's institutional bonds is a walk in the park compared to this. I mean, it, not even kidding. I mean, it's because there's just so many things that can go different ways. Um, and I would just take turns calling different friends in the business, um, asking questions because I didn't want to bother one person over and over and same with the managers, you know, mm, I get it. So, yeah. So having, having a team that you can rely on, um, Rich and I are going out of town next week for four days and I'm not even worried one bit. That's if, awesome. You know, I have my team here. If something needs to get done, we're going out of town also, um, later in the summer and we already have, Leah scheduled to be at a closing and be at a final walkthrough. So you, you have that, but it's really more about the weekly collaboration and um, rejuvenation of spirit because, you know, it's, it's, you start every month, every deal, you start at zero again. It's like, where's my next client coming from? Uh Motivating your, like your your team members is really huge. It's huge. So before we end, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for our listeners? Wait a minute. Are we, are we ending? This is terrible. This is, this has been like so short. It's been so much fun. We can do it. We can do part two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do I have any advice? You know, I think for, I think my number one advice for other agents is people in general, but practice a golden rule, you know, life is really, this business is fun and life is good when you treat each other well. And if, and you treat each other with respect, um, you know, when I'm a listing agent and I have a seller who wants to sell their house and you're the buyer's agent and you're representing the buyer who wants to buy the house, we're all on the same team. We, we all have the same goal, right? The goal is, and my goal is to do the best job I can for my seller and the buyer's job uh, agent is the same. But at the end of the day, the buyer really wants your house and the seller really wants to sell it. So let's figure out how to happily and nicely with integrity, uh, you know, go to the end and, and have it be a good experience. And so I think that, really makes my job nicer when I work with agents. And most of them are very much like that. Um, and then for homeowners, I think um, I think as much as you can know by going online and you get educated, and it's really good to get educated um, and know, try to learn what you want. Um, uh, what's often happens with buyers is the same thing. Remember when you were single and you 
sat there and daydreamed in your bedroom about your perfect man and you wrote it on a piece of paper and you said, my perfect partner mm-hmm. is going to have these qualities or, you know, it's going to look like this, or this is going to be, and then you marry or end up with a partner that doesn't look anything at all like that piece of paper, <laughs> you know, or lots of those things on the paper don't matter or they're 100%. different. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think the same thing happens. I think people get surprised over and over again, when they're, uh, when they end up buying the house, they end up buying doesn't look much like what they said they absolutely had to have, whether it's location, or size or style, um, you know, and, um, and for buyers, I would say the first thing you should do as much as I would like to say the most important thing is to get a good agent to work with you. I think that's really important, but it's really important to get a good lender before you even start the process um, and get somebody that you can work with and talk to and understand what you're qualified for and what that's going to look like financially on a a month-to-month basis. And then you determine you know, you know what your ceiling is and you determine where you want to fit in um, to that. But, you know, and if you don't have a good lender, then you get a good agent who takes you uh, and helps you find um, a good lender, good inspection company. You know, we're the go-to for everything house. So with my clients, I'm recommending inspection companies. And I know some agents don't like to get involved with that, but I think that, Um, most buyers don't have relationships with title companies and inspection companies and lenders and all moving companies. I mean, everything related to buying a house and moving, I think they rely on your input and at least being able to help them um, find the resources they need to buy a house and get moving. So That's great advice, especially I really like the, I like, I liked all of it, but, um, to do like to find out what you're financially able to look at. Cause I feel like sometimes people, including myself will be like, Oh, I probably can afford this, but it's like, okay, well you could afford it, but are you going to be house pro? You know, it's like the financials is massive. So I think that's really good advice to be able to do that first before they get into the fun stuff. Right. Because it's really not fun to look at million dollar homes when you're only going to be qualified to buy an $800,000 home, which is a lot of money. But I'm just saying whether it's 300,000 and you're only qualified for 275, you know, you, you want to be, you want to fall in love with the homes that you're actually, you know, able to buy and not be settling or disappointed and be like, well, I guess. Right. Because there's gorgeous. Let me tell you something. I sell in all price points and there are wonderful homes. I'm working with a first time home buyer yesterday. They're looking at $350,000 homes and they are finding charming little homes, you know, yeah. so you have to adjust your neighborhood, your size, your whatever. But, you know, there are people that are in three and a half million dollar homes are often looking, gazing over the fence at the $5 million home that they want to aspire to. So, you know, I think, I think you can be happy in whatever price range you're in. We can find you a place to call home and a place that, that uh, you're not buying stock, you're buying 
a place where you're going to live and maybe raise a family or live with your dog or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but it's a place where you find refuge and, and respite at the end of the day, you want to come to your home and make it and you know, whatever Mm -hmm. your price point is. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, like, I feel like a $350,000 home is expensive and even obviously 3 million, it's like, whoa, but I feel like everyone's different and no matter what home you buy, as long as like, you know, the saying is like your home is where your heart is. It's like the feeling you get, like, I always have to have this feeling like this, like good cozy feeling when I'm walking into a house and then that will just make everything else. I'm like, well, I can fix this. So yeah, I agree with you. You just yeah, have to you're be- going to have one place in your life where, you know, you can just totally be yourself and be comfortable. And that is really what I love most about the business is that you're helping people get to that. And that's one of the most important things, material things. It's really probably the most important thing that you can buy in your life. It certainly is usually represents a large portion of your assets for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But more importantly than that, it is um, so much more than that. It represents so much more than other things that are just materially gotten. So you know, it, it feels good to be a part. It really does feel good to be a part of that. And as a bond broker, it felt great when somebody made money, but it was just selling money to make money and it was fine. It's a business, but there's some, there's something so gratifying about working in a business where you're working with people that look at you and, and thank you for helping make their dreams come true. So it's just the best. It's, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. I can see your passion. Yeah, you guys it, can't see her, but like, you can tell us it's, it's real. It's true. You can really tell. I like it. Yes. Yes. So anyway, if you need to buy a house, no matter what your price range is, contact your favorite realtor. Hopefully it's the Evans team, Vicki Evans at Compass Real Estate. That's my plug, but you know, um, You've always, you, you can find somebody out there. There's a lot of agents. You can always find somebody that wants to put your needs first, is responsive, answers, you know, kind of prioritizes you and you feel like that special person because you're going through a big deal. And so you want to be treated that way. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you, Vicki, for coming on. I feel like we could be on here for like another two hours, but um, I'm really glad that you were on the show today. I hope everyone has a great week. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.